How many is glad to be in the house of the Lord today? How many is glad to be alive today? How many is going to be alive today? Good to be here this morning in the house of the Lord. The devil told me not to come this morning. But I learned a long time ago, if I do right opposite to what the devil tells me to do, then I'm going to be all right. <laughs> if you do opposite of what the devil tells you, because he's not going to tell you to do anything that's good. Not going to tell you to do anything that's right. Oh, he might make it sound good and this and that. But you know, the Bible says he's accuser of the brother. The Bible says he's a liar and a truth ain't any. So why would we want to listen to him? Amen. If you have your Bible this morning, stand with me. And I'm going to read a little bit out of chapter 3. I know what's up here, but I never know when I'm looking for a title of a message. I just find something, put it down, and I'm liable to go backwards, forward, or whatever. But I want to start reading some right here to bring us, to bring us up to here what, uh, who I'm going to be preaching at out of chapter 4 there in verse 6. And uh, we preach some of this, you know, we probably know and haven't forgot, but you know, a lot of times we forget when we read something, we preach something, Rick. Amen. We don't think nothing about it till later on, and then we don't know, you know. And that's the way it's supposed to be. That's why the Bible says that it's ne all of it has never been told and never will be told Amen. that it is full of it here today. Uh, but I want to look at uh, uh, verse 10 there in chapter 3. And it said, Paul was writing here, uh, uh, and he said to, the, to Timothy, really, and to the churches, and he said, but thou hast fully known my doctrine. What is doctrine? What is doctrine? Your Anybody know what doctrine is? It's your belief. It is the word. It is the truth. A doctrine is the teachings that we teach. So Paul said, But thou hast fully known my doctrine, not all, he said, but you've also, Timothy, known my manner of life or the way that I have lived. He said, you know my purpose for preaching the gospel? Amen. Amen. He said, you know my purpose? You know my manner of life? You know my doctrine? You know my purpose? You know my faith? You know my long-suffering? You know my charity, which is love? And he said, Timothy, you know my patience. Oh, yeah. Everybody got all the patience they need? Verse 11, he said, You know my persecution, you know my afflictions, which came to me, which came unto me at Antioch, Iconum, or whatever, at Lystra. What persecutions I endured. He said, Timmy, you know what I went through these places. You know what, how I was persecuted. Do you believe today that the churches are being persecuted? Are we going through things today that we've never went through before, Tony, because trying to get people into church today? We're being persecuted. And he said, you know my persecutions? He said, what persecutions? He said, I endured. But he said, Come on, brother. But out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Oh, <laughs> Somebody's going to help me shout this morning because I ain't able. Oh, 
delivered me. <laughs> Brother Bowie said, out of all of this that I've just mentioned here, he said, my God delivered me. Oh, yeah. Is anybody going through anything today? Yea, and all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Come on, brother. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived. Before we go any further, Tony, act a blessing on the Word of God here today. Have your way this morning, Jesus. Lord, we feel your presence here today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Help us, Lord. Touch this body. Lord, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your blessings and the blessings yet to come. And we ask all these things in Jesus' almighty, holy, and powerful name. Amen. 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 You know, I was trying to get ready this morning. I was talking, somebody called. I was talking to them. And, and they said, uh, Brother Ralph said, you're going to try to preach this morning. And I said, uh, 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 well, uh, uh, I said, yeah, I'm going to try it. And then I, I stopped and I thought, you know, that sounded pretty weak. When God had done gave me a message and done said I was going to preach. And I said I was going to try. Why do we do that? Why, when God tells us to do something, when God tells us to do something, why do we have any doubt about it? Why do we doubt these things? Amen. Why do we doubt God? Well, we all do it, don't we? Yes, we, do. we all doubt God. Yes, we do. I've heard people get up and, uh, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm not going to talk about another church, what there, but I've heard people get up right here at my church and there's one guy here and I, I used to, boy, I just, uh, I mean, he'd call me after he preached and, uh, and, and I've heard Ricky do it, I've heard Johnny do it, uh, Tony, Mark, you know, and, and, and after they get done preaching, they get up and say, boy, I made a mess out of things, didn't I? Or, boy, I had a hard time. If you, if, if you, I'm going to preach to these preachers here for just a minute, all right, I'm going to talk to them. If, <laughs> if you get self out of the way, and then you won't be worried about what the devil thinks. Amen. When God gives you something, just get up. And I and I who it was this morning I was talking to. Why uh, I said no. I said uh, I said I'm not the preacher. I said uh, I said I'm just a servant. I said I'm going to go if I'm able. I'm going to stand, and I'm going to depend on the preacher to use me to bring the message through to everybody else out there. You see, we're not the preacher, hey man. This is not about you and I. This is about God, but it is for all of us, hey man. And I'm going to show you something here just in a minute. Oh, I'm about to get excited, but let me tell you something this morning. We need to be ready. So let me let me go just a little further. Verse four here. Now he 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 was he was uh, uh, he was uh, encouraging Timothy. And I want to encourage you preachers here today, let's quit our bickering here and there, you know, let's quit all these other things and, and let's come together in one place, in one mind, and let's get this thing to going. Any of you preachers will say hey man to that. Amen, brother. How many of you are ready to really get her going, to get the church going? In verse 14, he said, but continue 
He said, but Timothy, continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And that from a child, Timothy, he said, thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Now let's listen here what he told Timothy in verse 16. Try to remember some of this if you can till we get on over here. He said, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Now I want to stop right there just a minute. You know, sometimes us preachers, we like to look for something easy. Us teachers like to look for something easy. There's a lot of people out here today, they will take maybe something out of Matthew that they sort of like, but then they read over in Luke and they'll see something they don't like, so they will leave that behind. Some people think that some scripture, a little scripture, is all they need. But here, Paul told Timothy, he said, all Scripture, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Amen. All Scripture. What is the Scripture? The Scripture, my friend, is the Word of God this morning. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, if you get down and you get out and you forget about everything going on in the world and all of your problems, amen, and you just give them over to Jesus uh, and you get the Word down uh, and you started reading and studying the Word of God, uh, I'm going to tell you something, friend. Uh, it will inspire you. You say, what do you mean inspired? If you will read it, and not just only read it, but the Bible says don't be a doer of the Word uh, or a hearer of the Word, but he said, be a doer of the word also. Amen. Uh, and if you will read it, uh, and then you will listen to it, uh, and then you will do it, uh, then you're going to be blessed. Uh, anybody say amen this morning? Then you're going to be blessed this morning. Too many times we come to church just out of habit. Sometimes we go to church to see how some of them has fixed their hair. Sometimes we'll go to church, you know, say, hey, I ain't been there for a week or two. I'm getting behind on a lot of gossip that's going on. Boy, I got a lot to do today. I ain't going to have time to listen to the preacher. I got to find out what's going on. I need to know. My neighbors, they don't go to church, but I like to fill them up on what's going on at Bloomington Chapel. God help us. God help these people out here. Amen, brother. <laughs> this morning, I'm a glad I'm a speaker for the Lord with a message like He's just giving y'all. <laughs> he said, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. It's profitable for doctrine. What's doctrine? Teaching for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness. That the man of God may be what? Perfect. perfect. Mature. May be perfect, truly 
furnished unto all good works. Unto all good works. And so what he was doing here, he was laying a charge to Timothy. Why? Because Paul was about to be put to death. Uh, he had done been tried, he had done been sentenced, uh, and he was just waiting uh, his execution. So he was just there in prison knowing that any day that his life was going to leave here. But Paul also knew that where he was going after his execution, he knew that he was going to play Tony a lot better than where he was at. Amen. Hold on to that for just a little bit. And so he told Timothy, he charged, he said, I charge you therefore, uh, uh, Timothy, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, who shall judge the quick uh, and the dead at the appearing of, of his kingdom. So he laid this charge, uh, and I'm laying it to you preachers and you teachers this morning uh, to preach the word. Amen. I'm laying this charge to you guys this morning. Uh, to pick up the Word of God and let's get busy to scattering it. Amen. I believe it's time that if we, uh, amen, are going to call ministers of God, uh, it's time that we get busy uh, uh, doing what we're called to do. Uh, and Paul told Timothy, uh, he said, Timothy, uh, he said, I'm going to be gone, uh, but I'm leaving you in charge. Uh, and God is my witness uh, as the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, he said, preach the gospel. Uh, he said, be instant in season. Uh, be instant out of season. Uh, rebuke, amen. And all of these other things. Preach the word, be entered in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come that they will not endure sound doctrine. The time will come, Brother Larry, they said, Paul said that they will not want to hear the truth. They will turn away the truth, uh, turn you away, you preachers. Uh, many places will turn you away. Why? Because uh, they don't want to hear the truth of God. Uh, and they'll go out getting them teachers uh, or preachers, uh, having each in ears uh, just to tickle our ears a little bit uh, and sweeten the coffee a little bit better. Uh, hey, man, just in order uh, uh, to just rip you apart this morning. Let me say this this morning, friends, uh, and to you preachers and teachers this morning, uh, if we're going to preach the Word uh, and teach the Word, uh, let's do it the right way. Uh, amen. Uh, let's do it the right way. Uh, you say, well, how is the right way? Uh, preach the Scriptures uh, and you'll be all right. Uh, stay in the Word uh, and you'll be all right. Uh, amen. Uh, just preach what uh, uh, God says uh, in this Word. Uh, he is the author of this book. Uh, this book was written uh, by men that was inspired uh, of God. Uh, but God is the author uh, and finisher uh, of everything, amen, that is in it today. He's the author and the finisher. Mm -mm. 
I may pay for this after a while, but I won't regret it because I'm enjoying it now. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine or go out to get after their own lust. Shall they heap to themselves teachers having each an ear? And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fabled or gossipers or whatever. But watch thou in all things endure afflictions. Anybody know what afflictions are? I'm going through some right now. Is anybody else going through any afflictions? Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. I was reading in the commentary there when it said make full proof of your ministry. What Paul was saying to Timothy, he said discharge what is in you. Discharge the Word of God that is in you. Discharge it. That means let it go off just like them airbags exploded on me the other day. He said turn it loose and let it go. Amen. There's power in the Word of God this morning. If you can't preach the Word of God and be inspired by it, my friend, you're in bad shape. Amen. And if you cannot sit there and listen to anointed Holy Ghost, feel preacher, preach the gospel, hey man, and you can't be inspired by the Word of God, uh, you need to be on this altar today. And that's the bottom line of it. Uh, because the Word of God uh, should inspire us, hey man. Amen. Pretty good preaching, Ann. Thank God for it, because it ain't in me. He said in verse 6, after he illustrated them all. This is why I really took a test. Paul said in verse 6, he said, For, for I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I'm going to stop right there this morning as I read this here last night sitting there. And there was something that I took from here and back over in verse 11. So I want to, I want to read verse 11 in chapter 3 again here. And Paul was telling him, be fully known my doctrine. You know, you know all this, Timothy. He said, you know my persecution. You know my affliction which came unto me at so-and-so, at Lister and all that, what persecutions I endured, endured, but out of them all, the Lord delivered me. The Lord delivered me huh? And I got to thinking about that, and I got to thinking about how the churches today are being persecuted. You say, well, I don't think they're being persecuted. Wake up out there. Wake up out there. The churches are being persecuted. Amen. Amen. When man goes to telling you how to run your church, then you're being persecuted by it. There you go. Paul said, see, they put Paul out. They stoned Paul. They put Paul in prison. He was persecuted. And what brought him there, what he said, for I am now ready. After he had just went through all of this with Timmy, uh, 
He knew that he was going to come and get him any minute and he was going to be led out at the chopping block so about her laid down and his head chopped off. But Paul just told him, he said, through everything that I've been through, uh, well, glory be the name of the Lord this morning. Uh, I've been through a lot. Uh, you've been through a lot, church. Uh, but through it all, uh, why are you here today? Uh, simply because uh, through it all that you've been through, uh, every struggle, every battle, uh, every illness, uh, everything uh, that the devil is sold through you, uh, through it all, uh, Jesus uh, has brought you through it. Uh, and you're here today, out there on Facebook, on the internet, and everybody ought to stand up and give God a glory and a praise this morning. Well, glory be the name of the Lord. Woo! <laughs> glory. Woo! Hallelujah. He's brought us through it all. <laughs> Woo! The other day when I was coming to Indiana, I don't know what happened. Still don't know what happened. Uh, well, I know what happened. I just don't know how it happened. But I told somebody I was minding my own business, uh, and all of a sudden, uh, here, uh, and that car was too. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I told somebody this morning, it was just like a big red monster just come straight up in front of me, and I boom. Church, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't know about the other people, and I didn't know about me, and I wasn't concerned about me. But I thought I'd kill my wife. I was in that side of that automobile with her. And that woman took a beating. And you can go look at her. Some of you women have seen her. And you know what she went through. I thought we both was goners, Paul. I did. I did. I thought we was both goners. But through it all, Tony, Jesus stood with His promise. He is right there with us. I've not asked why it happened because I don't question God or something that way. You can believe the way you want to believe. I believe that there's all some, always something good that comes out of something bad. And I was reading in the Bible and you know, we studied here a little bit back where we at, Brother Larry. Habakkuk over there where God used Israel, his own people, to get the attention of these people that was lost. They went through a lot of stuff. Amen. For the Lord to get to it. Sometimes things happen to good people to reach other people to bring them in. And I can tell you one thing. Let me say this this morning. My wife, we were sitting there the other night. And I heard her on the phone with my daughter-in-law, son, with my grandson. I've heard her on that phone with my family, my children, my grandchildren, my in-laws and outlaws. And she's taking this opportunity to witness to every one of them. She's taking the opportunity that she wouldn't have had if this has not happened. And let me tell you, it's reaching a whole lot of them. She's using what we went through, sitting there, beat up, bruised up, beat up, but still, she is a witness to other people 
about how good God and how blessed we are to come out of that alive. I looked at her the other night after we got home Saturday night after John and Janetta took us home and all. And we were sitting there and I said, Honey, I said, I'm sorry. She said, Ralph, you couldn't help that. I said, Nobody could. She said, It just happened. I said, You know, I said, I don't understand. I said, I just don't understand. She said, What don't you understand about this? I said, I don't understand how you and I came out of that vehicle, the beating we took. I don't understand why that we lived. God ain't with you yet. <laughs> My wife looked at me. She said, I can tell you why that God didn't take us out of here. She said, because God is not done with you, done with you yet. God is not done with you yet. That made me feel a whole lot better. I'll just tell you I did. And I've got a greater desire today to go out and to win people to Jesus, Tony, than I've, ever, I've, I've always had that desire. But I came so close. I know what it's like. If people had said, you know, something happened and it was just like my life flashed right before me. Well, that big red Ford Explorer, it just like it came right up out of the ground right in front of me. No time for nothing. Let me tell you something this morning, friend. Don't put it off. I've heard people say, well, I'm going to wait till I'm on my deathbed or I'm going to wait till this or that or I'm going to wait till I'm old. You know, I'm young. I've got some living to do. I'm going to wait for this. I'm going to wait for that. Don't put it off. If, if my life would have left then, well, I got one thing to say. I'm glad I was ready. Because if I hadn't have been, I wouldn't have had no change. None whatsoever. To talk to the Lord. If you're here this morning and you're lost, I'm going to tell you something, friend. You're walking right on the edge of eternity. You're walking right on the edge of eternity. I'm glad that I can stand this morning and witness to you here and you out there lifting, watching, whatever. I'm glad to say that if God would have took me from out of this walk of life, I would have been in a better one because I was ready. You say, what do you mean you was ready, preacher? I mean, I done made preparations. Back in 83, I made preparations. I walked with God since 83. And every day I want to walk just a little bit closer. I want to walk closer to him tomorrow than I'm walking today. But I want to know that I'm ready. Oh, psalmist, Brother Rick, the psalmist said over, Search me, O Lord. Search me, O Lord, and see if there's anything there. We better search ourselves every morning. We better search ourselves all through the day. We better search ourselves every night. We better not go to bed and say, Well, I'll wait till in the morning and search myself. You may not be there in the morning to do that. You may not be there in the morning to do it. 
I'm glad that I'm ready this yes, morning. Yes, sir. Amen. How many are glad that you're oh, ready yeah. this morning? Amen, brother. All through it all. Mm. We don't need to be playing church either. Yeah. That's exactly. true, Eddie. Right through it all. Just think about what God's brought you through. Oh, yeah. Think about how good God has been to you. Amen, Think about how good God's been to you. And then ask yourself, God, how good have I been to you? God, you've done everything for me. You've given me life. You've given me breath. You've given me a good family. You've given me a good wife. You've given me a good husband. You've given me good children. Lord, you have given me everything. And Lord, what am I trying to give you in return? God wants nothing out of you. He doesn't want anything out of you. All he wants is you. And your obedience. That's all he wants. He wants all of you. He don't want just some of you. He said, for I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. Listen to this. Paul said, I have fought a good fight. But now he said, I finished my course. Ada, I thought me and my wife's course had been finished there for a split second. I thought that would have been my last time to walk up them steps, to walk through that door. But God, through it all, Paul brought me through it. I have fought a good fight. When your time comes, can you look back? Can you look back down the road and say, I fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. How many can be able to say that when this life is over? It's easy to say it with words until something happens. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that loves his appearing. Are you ready this morning? Are you ready this morning? Church, my heart this morning is reaching out to you this morning. If you're not ready, I plead this morning with you to come this morning and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I love you this morning. Jesus loves you more. I can't save you this morning, but I can tell you the one that can. All you have to do is just come up here this morning. You might say, well, I don't know how to pray. You don't have to. You don't have to. The Bible says we don't know how to pray, even as Christians. We don't know how to pray because but God knows what we need. And if you're not saved, God knows. God knows that you need Him this morning. Jesus knows you need Him this morning. And just a simple prayer. If you come up here, this altar here, you, and all you have to do, listen to me, because there's a lot of people out here don't understand about being saved. Do you know that? There's a lot of people really don't know like we do here about being saved. But the Bible says all we have to do is believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. Number one, you got to believe in God. 
and that God raised him from the dead. The Bible said, For with the heart man believeth, and with the mouth confession is made. All you have to do, if you're hearing your law, let me tell you something. All you have to do, you just tell Jesus right now, Jesus, I want to be saved. I don't understand it. I don't know what it's about. But Jesus, I know that I want to be saved. I want you to be Lord of my life. And if you'll take the first step out of there where you're standing at or sitting or standing, people ain't going to say nothing. People ain't going to laugh at you. That's why I'm here. I want to see somebody saved. I want to see somebody ready. And if you'll do that, one step, all you have to take, and God will take the rest of them. And all you have to do is just come up, say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. Lord, forgive me of my sin and come in and be Lord of my life. And the Bible says you'll be saved. Oh, yes, sir. Simple. It's so simple yes, it is. that a millionaires don't know how you'd be saved. They don't know how to be saved. But I'm glad that I do, and I'm glad that you do. As they sang this song, you may have drifted away. You may have drifted away from God during this pandemic or whatever it is. You may have lost your joy in the Lord. You know, if you're not in God's house and not worshiping with God's people, you will. You, you'll eventually drift away. God didn't mean for it to be this way. That's why He said, forsake not to assemble yourself together as the latter days is approaching. But wherever you're at, if you're in a car, if you're watching on the internet, if you wherever you're at, and if you're in here this morning, this invitation is to you this morning. And I'm done right now. When I look around to see the good things He does for me, I know I'm unworthy of Him all. But His blessings He really gives I owe my life to Him. I've got so much. Wow.